0: Welcome to the Waxing Show.
1: This is Lord Extra Cooler, and welcome to the Extra Cooler Show.
2: Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's, so, uh, in-, what's in Cooler? No. <laughs> blew my mind. Your <laughs> rhino, your rhino's here. <laughs> Extra
0: credit? Port, 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 port side heater.
3: Extra credit.
1: Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. We are on the road to WrestleMania and welcome back to the Extra Cooler Show. My name is Nick, otherwise known as Extra Cooler. Oh man, it feels good to have all four of us back here this week. Uh, I've got Matt, Mike, and Jim with me. Uh, as usual, you guys can find us on Instagram at ExtraCooler and over on Twitter at ExtraCooler Show. We've got a lot to break down this week. We're going to be giving uh, you guys our top five WrestleMania matches of all time, our top five favorites. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more, but before we do, Matt's got some housekeeping to do.
0: Oh, I'm happy to be back. First of all, I, I survived my Canadian excursion. Uh, I did Your not Canadian
3: Stampede, if you will. I-
0: I, I did not tap out in Calgary, although you I You didn't get stretched? No, I, no stretching. I did go to the Saddle Dome. I saw a Calgary Flames game. I was hoping Sweet. that uh, Bret Hart That's would awesome. be there. Uh, but no, no such luck. Uh, no, you didn't do the uh, what to see with her? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Stayed away from that one. But uh, I, I wish I thought of it earlier now that you're uh, saying it. But last week, you guys did speak about some housekeeping. And... Mm. Before we dive in, I I want to go back to episode ninety two where there was a discussion about our test and Stephanie wedding, and there was a segment that Pat Patterson is covering for Vince McMahon as he's uh, most likely in the ring, and he's he's saying that he's taking a dump, he's in the bathroom, and he's you know so there was a thing about did Pat Patterson say pulse rate? Or prostate, and I came prepared, so here we go. If,
3: if I were gonna go out there, would I put a Vince McMahon mask on me? I don't think so. I have an alibi, I have two alibis, and you're looking at him Patterson and Briscoe. He was right here all the time. He, he was, was right here with
2: us, he was in the bathroom. I mean, can you smell it? What does <laughs> <laughs> it have to do with anything?
3: <laughs> well, they don't seem to believe us, Patty I mean, he was right here, he was right You here want to check his pulse rate? That don't see I he well, was right okay. Damn here. it. I was. Had my
0: word for it, He was right here with us all the time watching the match. All right. Okay? Thank you. Yeah, he was here. <laughs> all
3: right.
0: I think it speaks for itself. But yeah. just in case, especially there, as Nick Nick put, says, damn it, in the background, uh, I think we already know that pulse rate is the correct thing. But just, want, just in check case.
3: Pulse rate. Check his pulse rate. Check his <laughs> pulse rate. I'm fairly certain
0: that's <laughs> pulse <laughs> rate. It's just in case. case. You want, check
3: his false rate. Check the false rate. Check the false rate. False rate.
2: <laughs> you know, if you, it's like the uh, the gold dress or the blue dress. You listen to it enough, yeah. You're like, oh, wait, is it prostate? <laughs> um,
0: of course not. You don't. You don't need to cover for Nick. It's okay. He's allowed yeah. to make a mistake every once in a while. But I there think, was. I still love smell it. Can you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: What's that supposed prostate to be? Prostate still sounds better.
3: No. No. <laughs> What, does your pulse rate go? Is it affected when you go to the bathroom? Uh, yeah, you're working on there, man. You gotta work hard. <laughs> it gets pumped up, like depending
2: on the, how many veggies you've had. You know, eat your fruits and veggies, and your pulse rate stays flat. <laughs>
0: all right, that's good to know. <laughs> yeah, we're all See, forty
2: here. We have to get our prostates checked anyway, probably, right? So we're all, we're, is that we're how all that works? learning
0: on the extra cooler show this week, yeah. but. <laughs> Nick did not make a mistake this week when everyone was watching AEW Revolution and FTR returns donning one magnificent new t-shirt designed by the one and only Nicholas. Congrats again, man. That was really friggin' cool to see. Cheers. <laughs> behind the scenes, Nick uh Nick went to bed like right before this happened. Sure. <laughs> I sent him a text in all caps, "Wake the f up." <laughs> And that uh, and
1: was on Do Not Disturb. And somehow I saw it and I was like, oh, no, I'm in bed. Somebody yeah. send it to me.
0: So we're, going, we're sending going pictures back and forth.
2: Yeah.
0: We're sending pictures back and forth. I've got, uh, like, taking pictures of my television at this point. It was, it was <laughs> getting it to you in any way, shape, or form I yes. possibly
1: could. And then at that point it was like. Ten forty-five. i was like i have to post this obviously and strike while the iron's hot so i you know i didn't have anything prepared I, I worked it up and i actually posted the wrong art first okay. oh i didn't and know that ended up having yeah had had to delete the post repost <laughs> the art and it exploded uh and i'm extremely thankful for for the response that it got this uh you know, past week, these past few days, it's wild. Uh, he Dax sent me a screenshot. I forgot to tell you today. It was uh, the top selling shirt of the month so far. Granted, we're only mm. what seven days wow. in on pro wrestling tees. Uh, so that's pretty yeah, wild. It's, yeah. uh,
3: it's awesome. Curious to
1: see how high it goes.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. The design itself is tremendous. It really is. And you oh, put I love uh, a ton yeah. of ton of work into it. So uh, it's probably congrats. my favorite.
3: Yes. Extra cooler design, not to be honest
2: yeah I love the color bomb the aesthetic and like, it goes so well with their music and stuff I don't know it just
0: it, it's perfect I think. yeah so, so Dax posted today Tuesday that like the rainbow exploded or something like that like the FTR yes. rainbow exploded yeah. was the, the words that he used and it, it fit it perfectly so uh, yeah it's, it's really cool it's wild it, it's, it's good wild to see them like even mentioning you in their stories as well and giving you the credit Yeah. yeah. honestly For me, the we cool all think that...
1: you deserve well thank you the end game has always not the end game, but like since day one, it's always been. You know, we've had that conversation of it would yeah. be awesome just to see my artwork on TV, and like last year we saw a little bit of the chalk line, and but this to see not only talent on TV, but talent that is like top tier talent mm-hmm. wearing a design mm-hmm. is just absolutely incredible, wild, it's, and in it's, a big,
2: in a big pop yeah. spot too, right? Like oh, yes, yeah. the, the return. No, yeah,
1: no,
2: go. So I was gonna ask. Entering the pay-per-view, what would you have put the odds on? Like what percentage that they would have come out that night wearing that? Well, like, so, okay. Low, so like you went to bed, right?
1: Yeah. So I got, I definitely 100% got worked by Dax. Uh,
2: awesome.
1: And I'm, I'm pretty sure he worked like Justin from the wrestling classic. Cause he has a similar story. Um, I asked him when, after I sent it to him, I was like, what is, you know, where, what's the timeline of this shirt? When do you think it's going to come out? Like, when are you going to, when are we going to see it? He was like, honestly, it depends on what we do in April. And I I was like, okay, obviously, you can't tell me anything. But I didn't think they would have returned at this pay-per-view. <laughs> Especially, like, no disrespect to the other talent involved in that tag match. I just didn't see how they fit in with them. You know, they're going to sure. mm-hmm. clear house with any of those guys, in my opinion. Um, again, yeah, no sure. disrespect, but <laughs> they're not I... on their level. They're not on FTR's level. There's, You can't even say they're close.
2: And this on the heels of the Cardona Indie God stuff. I mean, what was that? Oh, What's the separation yeah. there? Two weeks? What, <laughs> two it? weeks? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> two. That's, yeah, man. Talk Wild. About a tear. You're on a streak.
1: I yeah. literally had to. I yeah. The Cardona. We were. I was heading up to New Hampshire to, from with my family to hang out with Matt's family, and uh, we're in the five hour car ride. And uh, the Indie Gear debuted Saturday, and that car ride that Saturday on the car ride a message pops up from Dax and I don't look at my phone too much when I'm driving and I was like to my wife I was like please read this for me and she read it out loud to me and her first her first words were is that a big deal she's like I'm pretty sure that's pretty big (laughs) so wild absolutely wild very very cool yeah thanks for letting me talk about it guys and thanks for the flowers
0: I I uh, I was I was feeling it. I was drinking it a little bit on uh, Sunday evening. I was buzzing. I was I was ready to go, and I was marking out for it. So you do uh, the Leo heard...
2: DiCaprio like point at the screen, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, but there was a there we was make,
0: an... we gotta make that meme, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was an audible pop of me going, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, I only wish we were all together.
1: Yeah. Oh my god. That, like, we randomly. can't even imagine the reaction. We're probably going to pile on Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. One of the old, like the beer
2: Olympics victory for my bachelor party. Yeah, been, uh... yeah, doused in beverages. <laughs> All right, let's get
1: underway. Let's do it. Right, we're yeah, done with do housekeeping. It. We've we've got a fun one here. Um, you know, we're not going to lie. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, AEW and. The road to WrestleMania. Um, But first, it's our road to WrestleMania. So we decided we're going to come up with the Extra Cooler Show's top five favorite WrestleMania matches. And I use that word favorite. That's the most important word. These are not the matches that we think are the best WrestleMania matches. These are our personal favorites, which coincide with some of the the best WrestleMania matches. Um, so, what I did was I asked the guys to give me seven matches and rank them one through seven. And we came up with a point system. So, the first match, the top match was going to get seven matches, number two, uh, seven points. Second match, six, and so on, all the way to one. Right. Unfortunately so,
3: for uh, Jimmy Polo, Skinner does not have seven WrestleMania matches. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. And, you know, we were favorites. So, it- not best, so I, you know, I would have put them as best, but we're doing favorites. Not that I don't think this match is my favorites, <laughs> but whatever.
1: So, the, back to the point <laughs> system, what we did was we totaled up the points, and uh, basically, you know, the match with the most points comes in at number one, and so on. So, before we get to our top five, we've got some honorable mentions, and then we've got some runner ups, and then we've got our top five. So, coming in at uh, with one point, which means this got Three of our last place vo- votes: uh, Daniel Bryan versus Triple H at WrestleMania 30, excellent match. Another match from WrestleMania 30: the first Andre the Battle, uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal from WrestleMania 30. Okay, and um, the the other one was Hulk Hogan versus Sgt. Slaughter <laughs> from WrestleMania 7. So Jim picked Daniel Bryan versus Triple H, completely fits on this list. Uh, I, I would say that Mike and I, I have the most. That the most obscure number seven matches on this list. Uh, I personally put Hogan versus Slaughter as a favorite match because it hits me in the nostalgia spot. It's my first WrestleMania. It was the main event, and I went back to third grade Nick, and I was excited for that match, even though it's absolute dog shit, (laughs) despite Hogan... With the crimson yeah. mask. Oh yeah. Um, but Ma- Mike, you you need to do a little explaining of why this <laughs> battle explaining royal is do. even on this list, <laughs> because I All right. so so you you submitted this list and my son, he's almost five on, on Friday and he's been big into the Royal Rumbles. I tried to watch a match with him. He wasn't as into it. So I put on this battle royal out of curiosity, and I was like, okay, Mike, give me your reason. <laughs>
3: You didn't like it?
1: It was okay. I don't know if I would put it in my top seven favorite WrestleMania. Right.
3: Listen, it was on um, the card, right? It wasn't on the pre-show? It was on the card, yeah. Okay.
1: It was, because it was the I, first.
3: You know, I probably like other matches better, honestly. Lots of other matches even. Even the probably the Daniel Bryan matches from that card and, and probably even Lesnar versus Taker but um you know I, I had to give this some love it's it might be honestly one of the better battle royals that i've ever watched and yeah. whenever i watch wrestlemania 30 i always find myself like going back to watch that also like it's i have cesaro interesting, to yes correct? cesaro yes. yeah and it's it's such a great spot the crowd it absolutely is. flips out it's like such a huge pop when he just effortlessly lifts up yeah. the big show and just tosses him out. Yeah, everybody kind the of assumed Big Show was gonna nuts. win. Yeah. You know.
1: He's got that Andre like stat- statuesque like look to him. Um and this is also coming off of the whole like Vince on Austin's podcast saying how Cesaro like needs to grab the right. brass ring. It was... uh, so You know
2: and this has led to him being coming a short lived Heyman guy, correct? I think so. No, yeah, that yeah. was before this that
1: was, was before it? this, yeah. Sure. This was just like
3: okay. "We the People" era, because that's that's the music that was playing. He was with Swagger, I think. Oh, jeez, yeah, yeah.
1: I, yeah I I was really, like, when I heard the music, I was like, "What?" I forgot about that.
3: I really that's good struggle.
0: Music. I really struggled when I saw this on the list of like, how can I, how can I let this go? And uh, I was getting ready to rip you up, but honestly, man, you sold it pretty well. I'm not gonna lie. You did. I mean, you I'm dicks. not one. I'm not one for a battle royal uh but you know there's some historical significance i think it's tarnished by what it's turned into but right. like the the first andre was was a, there's yeah. a lot
3: of pretty good guys we were, in there too yeah we were Cody's excited in it about drews it too. in they, it they hyped
0: this well i remember yeah.
2: it being like oh yeah. this is going to be cool the trophy so, and everything yeah and everybody
3: so, thought big show had it in the bag
0: yeah andre's son come on <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but but no for real i uh i'm impressed with the way that you sold it so uh thanks well done, sir. So, I, I, so I would, those three I would, matches... I'll admit it's okay now. All
1: those right. three matches all got a point from from myself, Mike, and Jim. Uh, the next match came in with two points. It was Jim's number six match, which uh, Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania 31. I absolutely love this match. Uh, we've talked about this match before. Um, a lot of people hate it, obviously, like the WCW marks out there. Really don't fun. like it. Um, but... It's it's a lot of fun.
2: I still think Sting should have gone over. I'll say that right at the front. But I remember watching this one with you guys and just having an absolute blast with it. And um I love to go back and watch it. I love the like Nick uh, WrestleMania Nine, the daytime. You know, with the sun still there. I think the sun is kind of going down during this match. It's just it's yes. a ton of fun. It hits all the nostalgia buttons. It's not like your classic. It's not. You know one of the top wrestlemania matches like we'll get to or the best ones or your favorite ones but uh, it's it's one of those fun wrestlemania matches that exists on its own and it's just great to go back and rewatch.
1: totally agree well while, while we're on the topic three points our next match it was a gym match this was your number five match jim has been pushing this match back when we <laughs> used to run polls in the instagram story uh, whether it was an Undertaker match, a Ric Flair match, a WrestleMania match, Jim would slip this in there, and this is another fantastic WrestleMania match: Undertaker versus Ric Flair at WrestleMania 13. And I believe this is the first match that they realized they had the streak going. I, I could be completely yeah, wrong, but I believe maybe this one or the
2: year before. Yeah, yeah, but but regardless, year before the beginning. That was, what Triple H? Yeah, it's the first. Another great. I'm a sucker for these early uh, Undertaker matches. Like Nick says, where they realize realized that the streak is a thing. This match is awesome. I love the Arn Anderson spot in here. Um, yes, we're gonna talk about another match in this card later. But I, I, always go back to this match. I think it's so much fun. Um, at the time, you thought Ric Flair was so old. But if you go back and watch it now, you're like, oh, he's not that old. And
3: no, Undertaker, no.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but Undertaker's American badass here, which I didn't love at the time. But it's it's fun. I, I, I can't say enough about this match. I think it's a. a It's bloody. It's brutal. They have a good storyline going into it, and it's it's the Undertaker and Ric Flair at WrestleMania. I love it.
1: it. Absolutely love it. All right, so we've got two more matches on our list that were actually no, we've got three more matches that were honorable mentions. That were so all the honorable mentions have only been voted on once by one person. So, next up, with four points, we have two matches. Uh, so, this puts it in at Mike's fourth match, correct? Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus The Rock at WrestleMania 17.
3: Yeah. It's, a right. it's a classic. It's a classic. i got four points. Absolutely, and it also probably has the absolute best promo package of all time. Yeah! it's <laughs> time I'm going to let it all come out. <laughs>
1: It easily is the best video package promo package of of all time. Like this, you could see it in your head. For, you know, yes, yeah, oh, one hundred percent.
3: I go back and watch it. What part always comes to your mind yeah. first? It, it, I
1: just go back and nothing specific. Why? What do you got?
3: No, I was just uh, the part of oh. uh, the promo <laughs> that I, that I always uh, think about in my head is when uh, Stone Cold has the beer. And yes. Rock, like, hits it away. He's, yeah, like, just yeah. dripping from the mouth. Yeah, I forgot.
1: I'm going <laughs> to go watch it tomorrow. This
2: so, match this is tied... goofy ending, though, right? I, the one thing I, I do want to say just yes. one thing about this match, I remember watching this card live at Hooters in Buffalo, um, <laughs> and someone, some crazy lady that was there with this huge mullet down to her, like, her butt, Um Flipped out when Stone Cold like, teamed up with McMahon at the end. And we were like, we were just like fascinated by her. She had to be consoled by her husband. She was just like really, oh really upset by the, the sword. Oh love the it. And it's burned so into good. my
1: memory. Ah, I love it. Absolutely old, love it. It's a Hooter
2: story, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, you can't, go, can't wrong. go wrong. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. So an, another four pointer, man. This is Jim's, what? This is your fourth match already. And, yeah, all my matches uh, are almost spent here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Four points, Bret Hart versus Roddy Piper WrestleMania 8 This is such a classic We're covering WrestleMania 8 next week And this yeah. match specifically is on our part 1 And I just watched it today And it's incredible The storytelling from the, the promo before To the very end of the match is
2: 5 stars I honestly I thought about to. putting this at my number 1 um, And I think, I'm not wrong In voting for it, you're putting it at number one if I wanted to do that because of all the comments on the post that you made, Nick. So many people said Brett versus Piper at WrestleMania 8. This match is awesome. It's such a great contrast of styles from the excellence of execution and Piper's brawling. And again, we talked about this in the last episode. This is a really fun era of Piper. He knows exactly what he's doing, and it works so well, and it looks so good on TV. And this has the blood, too, and, and the bell and the bologna sandwiches. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of slapping Helen, in the face. bologna sandwiches. Yeah, a lot of yeah, slapping. Yeah. yeah, it's like they're it's like a brotherly fight, you know? It gets yeah. ugly and then they're they're like, all right, at the end we're family staying. Yeah,
1: and face first face too. Like I'm gonna talk about many times. It's you know it's an experience. So
2: Yeah, that was so right. intriguing is, at the time too, the face first face thing, right?
1: Totally. We're gonna get more into it next week. So the last match on our list got five points and it's the highest one to receive only one vote from one person and appropriately it is hulk hogan versus the ultimate warrior at wrestlemania 6 format um i will not knock you for this because it's pretty much the same probably the same reason why i put hogan versus slaughter at wrestlemania (laughs) 7 Yeah, but with but much you, more significance.
0: <laughs> I put them at number three. You put yours at yes. number seven. But seriously, yeah. <laughs> though, how, how could you not, from our age range, growing up in the Hogan and Warrior era, how could this match not be a part of your WrestleMania revisit? Your your like So the way I broke it down, and uh, I'll dive into the way I did it, which was a major mistake, but the way that I broke it down is seriously how... When I'm thinking, all right, it's Mania season. Everyone goes back and watches old Mania matches. What are the f- top seven? Because you asked us to pick seven. What are the right. top seven? I made the mistake of just going through each individual card, being like, yep, there's one. Yep, there's one. Yep, there's one. Oh, and yeah, I was no. just flipping through. I wound up with like 23 to 25 <laughs> matches. Oh, and I'm sitting here and Not staring surprising. at this list, being like, oh, my God, what's wrong with me? And with I like, draft list was so overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I had my draft board. <laughs> And then I, I couldn't find a way to get it down to seven. I, I struggled so hard getting it down to 10. I had this whole like, oh, I'll bold this one. I'll save it for later. I'll move this one. I, it was just, it was a disaster, <laughs> absolute disaster. And uh, I saved the list that's here if anybody wanted <laughs> to see it. But no, it's literally 23 matches Wow. Long. But this one for sure had to make my list. And I put it at number three overall. Yeah, I, I didn't put this match. Not making,
2: uh... Yeah, Go you ahead. know,
1: if if I, I think like for me, I made my list based on like eras that I've I've watched or really been into wrestling minus one. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe my system's flawed, but this is like right before I really became enthralled in wrestling. Um so like putting this on my list. Would be like the equivalent of me putting uh, uh, Macho Man versus Steamboat on my list, which spoiler alert isn't in our our top seven. Um, but that's where my head was at. I agree. This definitely warrants being on the list.
2: Yeah, and it's like peak uh, that WWF Saturday morning cartoon style. This could be like 100%. Thundercats meet GI Joe. You know, like it is 100%. a clash yeah. of like just. It was so big; everybody knew about it. Like even mm-hmm. if you weren't, well, I, I wasn't watching yeah. wrestling, but I I knew about this. All right, so Wait, we've got. Mean,
3: does this mean Bam Bam <laughs> and Luna versus Doink and Dink is in the top five?
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's not. But if you want, you could go back to our WrestleMania 10 episode from last year and listen to it. Oh, okay. I will. Then you okay. get your mo <laughs> fixed too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so just let's break it down really quick. The honorable mentions are Hogan versus Slaughter at WrestleMania 7, Andre the G- Giant Battle Royal from 30, Daniel Bryan versus Triple H at 30, Sting versus Triple H at 31, Undertaker versus Ric Flair at 18, Austin Rock at 17, Brett Piper, 8, Hogan Warrior at 6. And now our two runner ups that received nine points each. We've got. The Ultimate Warrior versus Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania 7. And as soon as you guys put it on the list, I said to myself, I went back and forth with putting this match or Hogan Slaughter. But I went back to, like, third grade Nick and thinking, like, the impact. at Third grade Nick hated this match because I remember thinking it was so long. And I remember, like, you know, you're a kid who likes long wrestling matches. And... if I had put this match on my list, it would have cracked our top five. Um, and it
0: should have because it's episode number one of <laughs> the is. Extra Cooler oh. Show. And that's why it had to make my list. It was certainly on mine. Uh, I, 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 It now forever holds a place in my heart because yes. it is how we started this podcast. And uh, I have it listed as number six on my list.
1: Yeah. I, I went hey, back and up I was really mad that, that I didn't put it.
3: Call back to the first episode. What was up with his nips? They look like <laughs> white heads about to pop. That's right. There you go. <laughs> so what was the total points so, for this one? It had, so uh, the total
1: nine. points was nine, okay, Eight. because uh, Matt put it at number six and Jim put it at number one. So Matt I, knif- when I saw where you two ranked this, I was very mad at myself for not putting it on my
2: list. Wow.
0: Number one, me, Jim. Jim.
2: Yeah, it's simple for me. It's Yeah, it's um, the best match on my favorite WrestleMania. So, yeah, if if I'm looking to go back and watch an old WrestleMania for the nostalgia feels, it's this card and this match has incredible uh, promos before it highlight packages. I love this stuff. And and it's it's Macho King. Yeah. And it's one of Warriors' two best matches, the other one Matt just talked about.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Easily, it's easily Warriors' match. Warriors' best match. Pardon me. Uh, with 100 percent, all of the Elizabeth stuff in the in the beginning, and then with Heenan selling it, her coming back in the end. Like the story is amazing. The retirement match. Like it it, it certainly deserves to be rewatched when it's Mania season. And then go listen to episode number one of yeah. uh, the Extra Poor yeah. Show and be be easy on us because now we're 94 episodes <laughs> later, and I feel like we've done a little bit of a better job now. We've improved. <laughs> Four one. And poor one out for that kid in the yellow rain slicker that's
2: crying at the end of the match. I don't know (laughs) if he's dead, but he probably is, that kid. Yeah, he's not. He had a lot of emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, our other
1: runner-up was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 31, uh, probably and and more specifically for the Seth Rollins cash-in. This came in with nine points. And uh, Matt, you had it at number two and i had it at uh number 5 um on so, my list this this one is
0: this I'm is nostalgia this. for me Th- this one is like major nostalgia for me because it was like the the turning point of i know i can speak for myself but for most of us this was the turning point for us getting back into wrestling as heavy As we are Uh, and yes you know we we certainly were paying attention ahead of this mania and then we all got together at nick's apartment at the time um and we all were watching it together with a group and i just remember all of us popping and marking out huge for this match and the cash in and i went back and watched it today or had it on in the background and it's crazy like all of the things that could actually weave into storyline right now. There was a lot of yeah. talks about Roman's family in the build. Uh, it has Paul Heyman going against Roman Reigns and telling how he's the right guy in the right place at the wrong time. Uh, it just had this massive big fight feel. Chop ya chop was uh, like yeah, at its yeah. peak right here. And yep. then uh, suplex city bitch, like yeah. all of this stuff was just so good. And the finish was so incredibly well done and then my easily my favorite current wrestler walks away with the title at the end of the night yeah. and all of us were jaws on the ground like holy yeah. shit what an amazing evening it's way they it, right? they
1: have struggled since then on a cash in they just they can't, yeah. can't have a good cash in since then they so kind true. of uh screwed themselves in a way but i mean it's well worth it because it's 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 i'm almost mad that i only put it at five and i didn't put it higher yeah. I can't
3: believe that that was eight years ago.
1: Yeah, right. right? That's <laughs> the craziest part. I think eight years ago, insane, it's ridiculous. A, it's a
2: great WrestleMania. Well, yeah,
3: yes, yeah. Probably it's... the last great one, honestly.
2: This one mm. and the one before it, I think, are like really standalone or like they're mm. amazing. I think we're
0: headed down yeah. a different path with this, and I'm like, <laughs> tempted. I'm tempted to go. Yeah. And take the not do it. Bait and, uh, and Don't jump do on it. it, but
3: I think last save year it for some good. housekeeping. Last year was pretty good. Pretty good, but I think yeah. those, those two, 30 and 31, were great. Not, all right. not taking the bait any further. Don't, Don't, Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. All right, ready? We've got a top five to get to.
1: All right, so our top five. Okay, here we go. Number five. This uh, came in with ten points, a tie for number four match, but only two of us had this in our list. Um, ten points, Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon, the latter match for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 10 mike you put this at number 2 i put this at number 4 i mean after breaking this down last year as our uh, two part wrestlemania it, it it's one of the best it is the standard for ladder matches
3: yeah it's the og
0: one one thing is that this was probably the one regret I had when I looked at the list and I was like, Man, I did not it did not make my top seven and I regret it. There's a, another ladder match we'll talk about in a little bit, or ladder yeah. Jace yeah. match that we'll talk about in a little bit that made my list over this one and that was the reason why I cut it and I regret okay. doing Fair. it. I think it's I had
1: to have this in two because this these tight. are these are my like go to two favorite wrestlers of all time if you were yeah. to ever ask me Shawn michaels razor moan oh yeah top notch
2: mm-hmm. the razor wall all right under the ladder yeah mm-hmm.
1: oh amazing all right ready I'm like our number not
2: for <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah isn't it funny you like look at this so like just so everybody knows i was the one who compiled all this and these guys didn't see what each other did and it was like it was like being a parent and having this incredible present on Christmas or birthday for (laughs) your kid and like not being able to give it to them. And I was like, like kind of like egging them on. Like, so you guys want it? You want it? And they were like, just give it to us, give it to us. And I had to give them the matches.
0: I didn't want it. And then you kept pushing it. And I was like, Oh, I'm such a sucker. I just give it to us.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to go all in. It it reminds me of like when my wife got pregnant and I always thought like, I don't want to know the sex or the gender or whatever and then as soon as i had the ability to know i was like tell me tell me tell me yeah (laughs) maybe not quite on that level but you know (laughs) right no i (laughs) number four
1: 10 points three votes Shawn michaels appearing once again versus the undertaker at wrestlemania 25 uh where do we have this one lying on our list right now we've got uh Mike, you have this at number three, which earned five points. Matt, you put this at number five, and I put this at number six on my list. Um, the one reason why I did not have this match higher is because I was not watching this the product at yeah. this point at WrestleMania twenty five.
0: I can back that for sure. It puts it it puts it a little bit lower on the list at five for me, but like watching this one again today too, like this feels like it is a match that's way before its time, and I know it's it's you know what the thirteen years ago at this point, fourteen years right. ago at this point, but this feels like every five star match is what they are going for now. Is yes. exactly what they delivered in this match. That's um, such a good way to put it. Yeah, like yeah. the 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 hopes, the the spots at the end, and kicking out of the tombstone, the false finishes, the kicking out of the sweet chin music, the the big spot with the uh, Undertaker taking that awful spot with the uh, cameraman, yeah, cameraman and pretty much falling on his face. Like there was so much drama and suspense in this match, and the crowd is like when I go back and I was looking at these matches and watching these matches, the crowd pl- plays such an integral role in every single one of these that it's, it really stuck out to me. And this one was no different.
1: Yeah. This, this is the one match that I did not watch like in the moment that aside from probably the 2008 Royal rumble, it like pairs up with that as the match that I've watched the most. Um, it's, it's incredible. This 25 and 26, it, the yeah. storytelling is yeah. perfect.
0: I struggled between which one to put on, and I finally yeah. went with yeah. twenty-five. Yeah, I think yeah.
3: twenty-five is like just a, a hair above twenty-six. Yeah.
1: yeah, it's like it's like saying the sequel in a movie is your favorite. Yeah, of uh, yeah. you know, as much as I, although a lot of people don't like it, Ghostbusters two I like, and Back to the Future two, but you always go back to the original, and you have to oh. say the original is your favorite.
0: Home Alone one or Home Alone two. Ugh. I'm a home alone That's one, but lately it's not
2: even a question. Come on, <laughs> two is good, but <laughs> one is no disgusting. Get
3: out of here.
0: Oh, huh?
2: Re- disgusting Whoa. Okay.
3: okay, Tim Curry. Wait, come where come
2: Jim? On. Where are you? Where do you stand here? A one. It's not even a question.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay. I couldn't tell. <laughs> get the
2: sequel thing i could yeah let's not get carried away
1: yeah yeah, yeah. talk about taking my, the bait. My,
2: the rolodex is going in by <laughs>
0: gremlins, gremlins yeah oh, i yes. know yep. Gremlins yep. Team, yep. Hell yeah you got it out all right all right Ma- major league two major league two
3: 100%. okay
1: anyway next up number three with 12 points coming in three votes my partner who was not there who was there with me was the only one to not put this on his list and it's hogan rock at wrestlemania 18 i i I don't know man the match the the double turn it's it's so good it's i put so like i said my almost five-year-old is very like getting into and interested in it i'm not trying to overload him on it i'm trying to show him things here and there and i tried putting this match on for him and he wasn't feeling it um so I went back and finished it by myself, and it 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 gets me every single time.
3: It's not uh, a wrestling classic like the wrestling clinic. It's just the story is is incredible, yes. and the crowd is uh, a plus on the crowd. Yeah. The, yeah. the
0: crowd carries this entire match, and mm. it easily it, it's certainly not a work rate match, right? But uh, no, the exactly. storytelling in it, just the ride that they take, the stories behind it is another reason why it, it, it's so damn good. I had it as number four on my list.
1: Yep, Mike, you had it at six and I had it at two on my list. Um, you know, like I said, 12 points, three votes, is number pro- three.
2: Yeah, that's the one I probably probably should have voted for obviously it's like a top moment in my entire life uh, as far as being at a live event goes i would never trade it for the world um and watching it for the show with you guys going back and watching it or like watching it together is is an amazing thing but it's just one i don't know i i don't know i i don't i'm not the biggest rock wrestling fan in the world so like it's just not one that i automatically go back to watch i don't know plus
1: you if I'm trying to tap into your mind for a moment, you you love that Ric Flair and Undertaker, and if I know you, you probably didn't want to
2: put two matches from the same card on this. That's list. exact. That's exactly it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think if I'm going back to watch some like wrestling stuff, I want it to be a little faster. And sometimes, you know, yeah. like you I guys said, you. it's not a work rate special. All right. Number
1: so now we come into our top two and our, our top two our our number one is you know blows everything else out of the water but our number two is the one of two matches that received four votes so fourteen points we've got uh, Edge and Christian versus the Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys the TLC match from WrestleMania seventeen um, just to give everybody kind of an idea where we put this uh, myself and Jim put this at number three. Mike put it at number five and Matt put it at number seven. I thought Matt, I thought you would have had this higher. I don't know why. It, don't, it's I right ha- up
0: my alley, right? It it's that chaotic uh borderline hardcore stip match. It's it certainly is in my in my alley, but a lot of the a lot of the, the matches that made it here have stories behind them. And I felt like yeah. this was like all work rate you know and all fair i don't know it it was tremendous don't get me wrong and all the gaga that goes around with it and it's truly a spectacle this is something that you can put in front of somebody else that is not a wrestling fan and they can be like holy shit that was cool it's number one as far as that goes yeah yeah uh but but for me when i'm going back it's like just this adrenaline junkie train wreck that like i couldn't put it at the top of my list but i it 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 made it there. And again, I wish I put Sean and razor in the spot at seven.
1: It's, uh, for me, WrestleMania 17 is probably the best and my favorite WrestleMania from top to bottom. Um, and we, we've talked about that. We talked about that last year. So to me, I was like, okay, what match do I pick from 17 and how does it make its way onto this list for me? And I was like, the TLC match is a no-brainer.
0: Yeah. I mean, it deserves to be on the list and it deserves to be this yeah, high with, on the list, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yeah.
1: yeah. Alright. Finally, without further ado, number one, you guessed it, 27 points, four votes total. Uh, three of us put this at number one, one put it at number two, so it didn't get a unanimous vote, um, but Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin from WrestleMania 13, it is damn near flawless perfect storytelling oh, yeah. the double turn this is the, the one that like on you gotta go again. back and watch
2: yeah, yeah. oh yeah 100 percent. yeah
0: the glass breaking in the entrance oh my god that was the first note i put down for it because i was like jotting notes to myself of like what made it so good and the austin glass breaking at the entrance is like all right hold on tight we're going for a ride yeah. and it this, yeah. did not let you down man it and sets this is, the
2: tone for everything that comes after it's so good
0: this is hands down my favorite match of all time. Like, it's it's not even yeah. a, a question for me. I sit there yeah. and I think about it and I'm like, okay, yeah. When somebody asks you that question, it's immediate response. That's what it is. I always no, think with about you.
2: this match. If I owned a bar, you know how some bars, they'll play like uh, movies yes. in the background without the sound even. This is mm-hmm. this match, this like transcends wrestling, I think. It's so good from like a media perspective. Just like visually, it's incredible. The storytelling, yeah. the two guys are perfect with one another yeah and they are going friggin you know pedal to the metal full tilt it's it's just it's a work of art and and think of the turn that it did for pro wrestling like
1: we always talk about this 96 97 era like wrestling was not red hot during this mm-hmm. match in, at wrestlemania 13 stone cold was not liked like this the the story is the double turn that happens in this match and how incredible it goes down like right. Brett says in his book that this is his favorite match that he was ever
2: involved in. It, 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 it oh, think about uh, the tone change or the like, the flavor difference from this to WrestleMania 14, and like it's because of this match, yeah. right? It's like one hundred percent everything,
0: easily, easily, and it it turns Brett into the best heel of all time, like yeah. in my personal the, opinion. Yeah, and the best I know version of Brett, easily. When I, When I speak about Bret Hart, people usually turn the volume down and they uh, ignore what I have to say because they think (laughs) I'm so far off. But Bret, as a heel, is the best heel run, in my personal opinion, in wrestling history. And this kicks it off. And just... Everything at the end, the Shamrock, uh, yeah. not necessarily for being the ref, but what Shamrock does at the end with that suplex to Brett, at the, like absolutely yeah. perfect. It adds to the, the turn, it gets Brett out of the ring, he's flipping off fans on the way to the back, and again, the... The job done by Vince, JR, and King to put over how gutsy Austin is throughout this and him, you know, blood from a stone, that iconic oh, imagery that they the still blood. use. The
3: uh, the, he never the, tapped out. But pointing
0: out that Bret Hart is getting booze, that Bret was despicable during this match, and just the, the way that they sell the double turn is just chef's kiss just absolutely incredible and if you're not going back and watching this match during mania season check your pulse baby
3: (laughs) check your pulse
0: i know this match so well i can see the (laughs) fans
2: in the crowd when they go into the crowd i could see that right now i can there's the guys like patting them on the back and going yeah like it's every everything about this match is just seared into my mind yep
1: so, just to recap, at number one, we've got Brett versus Austin at 13. We've got TLC from uh, WrestleMania 17 coming in at number two. Number three, Hogan versus Rock at 18. Number four, Sean versus Undertaker at WrestleMania 20, 25. sorry. And at number five, the ladder match for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania 10. Um, this was a lot of fun. I just have some really quick stats to hit you guys yes. with and then a quick question. Um, nothing crazy because... I just couldn't get it done like Matt could do. Uh, He's the king of this stuff. Um, But Matt and myself, we we had the most matches in common on Mm. our list. There were 15 total matches that were listed um, out of the possible 28. Uh, Hogan was the wrestler who was nominated and listed the most with three matches. Yeah. I thought that was surprising. Then we've got a bunch at two with Sean, Brett, Stone Cold, Rock, Warrior, Undertaker, Triple H, uh, all all coming in with two votes. And, and then my important question for you guys, which match are you most disappointed in that it did not make our top five? Or what would you call our biggest miss?
3: Because hmm. I've I mean, got one. Some that we left off completely. No, uh, if you've got one that you left
1: off completely or just one that was in an honorable mention or uh, a runner-up that should have made the top five. Because to me, looking back and, and accumulating all the points, I'm really bummed that the Seth Rollins cash-in did not make the top five.
0: Yeah, And that, to me, that was... if, if
1: I could have flipped that in, I would have flipped that in
0: that was one that I wish would have made the top five. I've said it now three times, but I regret not putting the WrestleMania 10 ladder match in my personal top five as well. But I really struggled. And the first one off the list for me was undertaker and triple H. And they had, he, those two had two matches back to back in 27 and 28, the no DQ and the hell in the cell. And I wanted to find a way to put one of those matches on the list and, and just couldn't do it. And Yeah, um, I
1: don't...
0: Yeah, that, those two for me were ones that I thought were extremely, extremely well done, just just couldn't make the cut.
3: Yeah, I... Honestly, I a couple that didn't make the cut for me was Brett and Owen at yeah. 10. Yes, yeah. Brett and um, Owen. Edge and Excellent Foley. Excellent call. That's a good yes. One. Yeah. Yep. Those just are two that I consider. Jericho.
1: Yep. an angle versus uh uh hbk what's that 19 the one that i left off the list that i wanted to put at number seven just to be a dick because i think i'm like i'm the only one in the world who likes this match you 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 were with me breaking the streak yes i was the happiest person in the entire universe when the streak broke and i think i'm like like still in the minority when that happened i still i still think it was great man might not have been that. the best way, but look at like the run that Brock had right after that. Like incredible.
0: Hindsight twenty twenty, it was one of the most impactful matches yes. that we've seen. But in the moment, I was like, oh come on. Oh what, I was what so happy. <laughs> but no, it was perfect. And it yeah. made I it think... made Brock into a monster that you're still getting pay off from it nine years later. That's true.
2: I think right. um just running running through the numbers in my head, um, WrestleMania 31 has the most appearances, whether it's top five or otherwise.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. Great they're, WrestleMania.
0: There was yeah. two from WrestleMania 30, no, because we had yeah, we had technically Andre. two. Yeah, <laughs> and let's, nope. let's
3: not forget uh, at 31, uh, Rollins did before earlier that evening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, I apologize. No. I was thinking the
2: battle royal was at 31. I think it's the yeah. Too. Yeah
1: but like Mike said Orton Orton Rollins at at 31 to open the show is great like one of the best uh curb RKO stomps spots. into the RKO like and
2: yeah right. and I actually wanted to put the opener on my list the the ladder match the Intercontinental ladder match yes I, thought, I think that's a really fun match as well yeah that that card is loaded that was
1: the yeah we watched that after the the battle royal me and my son and he was totally into it he was enthralled with the fact that cody came out with the stardust gimmick (laughs) (laughs) could not understand it but anyway we've got a little bit more to talk about um, but we can't go any further without mentioning what's in the cooler the extra cooler show and what's in the cooler is brought to you by sloop brewing company sloop brewing is known for their hazy and golden IPs like Juice Bomb and Super Soft. Be on the lookout for more coming from the Extra Cooler Show and our favorite brewery, Sloop. Uh, if you're listening to this, please hit us up on Instagram, by the way, and let us know what we got wrong, what we missed uh, on our top five. That being said, uh, with me, I have an other half, all citra everything. Mm-hmm. It's a double dry hopped Imperial Indian India Pale Ale. That's a mouthful for me. 8.5%. Uh, on uh untapped i gave it a 3.75 Ooh, but not, but that's not very generous but yeah i'm trying to get a little bit tighter with my uh oh, okay. my rankings okay. it's uh the i'm on my third can not tonight my third can <laughs> out of the four pack and it's gotten better as i've i've drank it if that makes sense i don't know if you've ever had an experience like that 100 percent.
2: yeah well, I've got a Saskatchewan Pilsner. I was in Canada, also. <laughs> I only spent less. I was there for 24 hours, and I got my hands on the real deal. I'm like uh, Mr. I, Hop God yeah, over there. I, I disappointed. <laughs> I found
0: some. Uh, I found some local IPAs that I went through while I was up there, and then when, while I was at the Calgary Flames game, I had quite possibly the worst the worst pale ale that I've ever had in my life. (laughs) What was the name? It was like Original 16 or something like that. It it tasted like it was a Canadian Budweiser and I was just like, this is pathetically bad.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this, this 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 beer tastes like um, I'm getting stretched, though, so I'll say that. <laughs> it's terrible. That's a shame because the can looks awesome. The can yeah. is incredible. Yeah, you, there's like a locomotive on there. You can imagine yeah. Stu riding down, the, you know. Wait, I, is that a 16-ounce can? It, it is, yeah.
1: And that was in a 12-pack box?
2: It was, yeah.
1: That, wow. I was just thinking about that. You, you sent us the picture of the box, and it just – Registered in my mind, I've never seen a 16 ounce can in a box.
2: I was surprised myself. It's Canadian magic, you know. A little Twelve added. pack? Yeah. yeah, It was. I, I think I, I couldn't it. <laughs> <laughs> I drank too many magic of these Saskatchewan pilsners. I don't even <laughs> think it's from Saskatchewan to be. It's an. It's called Old Style Pilsner. But this was the one I. Uh, Thought of when we were uh, going back when <laughs> we started <laughs> just it's, it's on pilsners, <laughs> and I actually my wife went into the store. It call, it's called, they're very creative in Canada. They sell beer at the beer store. And <laughs> she came out with the 12 pack or whatever the hell it was of this. I was like, yes, you picked Stu's favorite beer.
0: So, did she have any idea what you were talking about?
2: No. I was like, oh, clearly we got to smuggle this back over the border to drink on the show. Hell yeah. And, and here we are.
0: drinking. Glad this, you did. Drinking this ass rot.
3: <laughs> you risked it all for us. We appreciate it.
0: Like <laughs> Nick spitting out his beer over here huh. on the other side of my microphone. <laughs> oh man, I I have the complete opposite of of uh, what did you call it? Uh, ass beer? What was it? <laughs> ass As- rot. Ass rot. As- <laughs> rot beer. <laughs> I, I I have pink flamingos from Sloop Brewing. Uh, this is one that I picked up when Mikey and I went off to the brewery. Um, this one's really good. It's only a six percenter. I know only six percent. It doesn't really, you know, fly that way. But uh, really, really good. It tastes. You you can see in their like single hop series and stuff like that. It's everything is based off of the like juice bomb uh, recipe, if you will, with some some alternate changes and things. This one feels a little bit brighter than a normal juice bomb does. So this one is a really good one. I'm enjoying it a lot, um, and it's got some uh, some oats in there too, which is I think what is really setting the difference for me. So, cheers, fellas. Um, cheers I like the can, can art. Soap. Yes. It Looks like uh, Michelle Tanner's
2: room in a way, you know. It's got oh, got totally yes. that right. light blue. Oh, with the I the Never realized that. Yeah, yeah. That's,
0: well, that's what really I had good. last week. Yeah, it's really good. I enjoy it.
3: Good point. I myself, it's March, and uh, you know what that means. It's uh, we're on the road to St. Patty's Day, and I have a Guinness, not but not an actual Guinness. I got a Baltimore Blonde. Huh. Yeah. This huh. stuff is actually really good. It's yes. by It's like Guinness. going down, like yeah. It's by Guinness, and it's it's going down pretty easy. It's it's pretty good tasting and nice. I'm enjoying like it, man. It. I don't know I if I've ever had that.
2: They put out. Yeah, yeah it, I've never I heard agree. of a, the Baltimore Blonde. I've seen like the a blonde before from them, but not the yeah. Baltimore. It's interesting.
3: Yeah, it's like I that, know that they of,
0: they have a. Uh, they have a, a a brewery in baltimore i'm fairly certain so uh mm-hmm. that's probably uh, where that one comes from but you like when you drive through baltimore we we've got to do canada yards this this uh this yeah that'd be a cool trip but uh, down. if you go down there you see these big guinness billboards and stuff like that so uh really really cool good choice i'm gonna you've inspired me to try to go find it <laughs> Yeah, i recommend it
1: all right well it's it's been a while but uh, Ooh, we've has. got some extra credits. It, it was a big week, so I'm going to hand it over to Matt for some extra credit and our top three stories.
0: Let's do it.
1: One, two, three. The Extra Cooler Show is a proud member of the Pod Foundation. The Pod Foundation is a partnership between ourselves, the Chick Foley Show, Turnbuckle Tavern, and Coming Down the Aisle. We are committed to bringing wrestling fans everywhere the best content possible and sharing our love for all things professional wrestling. Be sure to follow at Pod on Instagram and Twitter to interact with us and stay up to date on all of our shows.
0: Hey, We are finally back with some extra credit with our Extra Cooler Top 3. The Extra Cooler Top 3 spotlights are top stories from the week that was in pro wrestling brought to you by Chalkline. And Chalkline brings you our favorite officially licensed WWE apparel on jackets, shorts, and more over at chalk-line.com. And the Pod Foundation will save you 10% when you enter PF10 at checkout. Man, this was a big week. I felt like I had to cut a lot of things off while we were diving into this. But let's dive right into story number three, where we will talk about the WrestleMania 39 card is really coming into shape. Um, We saw this past Friday the very first face-to-face in-ring with Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. And I felt like they told a really awesome story here, setting up... uh, Dusty's kid versus one of Dusty's kids uh, from NXT time, and just the way that Roman pulls off his mental mind games that, like, he makes you sit there and think, and he's going to take digs at you, whether you realize it or not. Uh, And this, I thought, was a really, really cool interaction. Fast forward. Well done and necessary. Oh, yeah. Necessary for the main event. it, It felt necessary. It was good to get. With those two, I thought it was a very good choice at clearing the ring. The Uso, uh, Jimmy Uso, and Solo Sokoa, and Paul Heyman all exit the ring, and it was just those two. Uh, It's really making this feel like a big deal, and it felt like an even bigger deal on Monday when we fast forward and we get three new matches booked for WrestleMania. We've got the... Triple threat match on the women's side, with the new tag team champions Becky Lynch and Lita teaming up with Trish Stratus to take on Damage Control. Um, We had a segment with John Cena and Austin Theory, which I thought this promo was
3: really, really good. Yeah, yeah, Cena lit him up a little bit. did he sack whack him at the end? Necessary? Oh yeah, he totally did. (laughs) So nut tap him.
0: Yeah, he he's sitting there and at the very end of the promo and he's he's completely tearing down Austin Theory at this point. Um that he's he's no he's no challenge for Theory at Mania, Mania uh Theory cha- challenges him. He says no. He compares him to like ruthless gre- aggression Cena where he's lost and you know that that John Cena almost got fired and telling him about all these other things. Piping in it, the crowd noise. Yeah. That was- uh, yeah. i thought that was really cool too like he would um he would rather be bald than have them pipe in fake crowd noise for my matches because nobody cares like (laughs) cena was really diving in and digging in on him it felt like a really masterful promo and at the end of it he's pointing at his his head his heart and then he uh he tells him he needs more balls and on the end he like taps him on the way out (laughs) give him a a nice little sack (laughs) tap on the way out the door um But yeah, it was really, really good. And then they pull out and the passing of the torch kind of happens with him calling out with, with him pronouns, pal, with John Cena calling out Cody Rhodes, introducing him and having him come down to the ring right afterwards. Uh, It was a cool moment. They share a handshake and a big, big, big hug at the top of the ramp. Uh, I thought it was just a really, really cool uh, whole promo, whole segment. And it, it, he at the end of the day, Cena told Theory that it's a lose-lose scenario because whether he wins or loses, he's going to come out looking like garbage at the other side. So uh, really built the intrigue in one segment for this match. And then the third match that was booked this week was Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. A really cool. Another in-ring face-to-face uh, when it was the the, the ms tv segment and logan paul gets in one lucky punch and knocks out uh seth rollins so you know that one's going to be a banger having those guys come in and be face to face and just what they can do in the ring individually will be really cool to see what they can put together and i have faith that seth rollins will be the one that can you know build this match and make it really entertaining and you know having it spot filled Ooh, was that it for story number three
1: no, you got Usos, man.
0: Oh, the storytelling! <laughs> I blew it. I, I, I uh, the way that they ended Raw on Monday night, and they paid off, or they're starting to pay off the angle with, um, with Sami Zayn. Jay Uso comes out. He chooses his path. He makes it seem like he is, you know, puts his hand to to Jimmy's chest in the center of the ring, goes off. Gives Sami Zayn a big hug and uh looks like he's teaming up with him. Next thing you know, super kick out of nowhere, grabs him by his beard, tells him, you know, you think I was gonna choose you over family, and then he gets back in the ring with Jimmy. Uh there is a solo Sokoa comes out, they're all three are beating him down, and here comes Cody Rhodes, interjecting him into this bloodline storyline, and uh you know, he's going to go on to fight the head of the table. Just again, this story seems to continue to grow and grow and get better and better. And it, there was this little low where we were like, OK, this this feels like it's over. And then it's coming back up again. And they hit us with some amazing storytelling. And I just, you know, I saw somebody today was like, you got to start giving them out like Emmys and, and television awards <laughs> for, the, uh, for the storytelling that they have. Pulled it's incredible.
3: Off. Yeah, now, I, I saw it was coming, I was watching it live last night, I I was like, I bet he's going to super kick Sammy, because I saw him, like, lining up, like, a little back from him, Yeah, I was like, uh. he it was still good, still, like, A-plus, man, I, him, I loved every second. Him and
0: Sammy are holding up the ones, and Sammy's yelling at Jimmy, there's still time, there's still time, meaning, like, he can come and join us, and take right. down Roman Reigns, and Then Jay puts his finger down and he takes a half a step back and then all eyes were locked on with him. But until that moment, I had no idea it was coming and I felt like I was fully engaged in this storytelling at the moment and it was just you know absolutely maybe because
3: I know like it's going to be KO and Sammy. Yeah, so that's my question: Are you going to
1: get are you going to get KO and Sammy announced versus the Usos before, or is it going to be like uh, the Usos versus Sammy? at mania and then like ko comes out at mania to like join him like is it going to take that much and a mystery partner right so
0: there was something very very small in this in this and and it was one of those beautiful like triple h happening in the background segments there was a segment in the back where there was an interview going on and there were actually it was uh, Bronson Reed and some jabroni were back there in the background, and that's where the focus was. But in the back, beyond Elias. Them, yeah, it was it was Elias. Thank you. It was Elias and uh, the the air guitar guy, whatever his name is. Boggs. The two of them, yeah, Boogs, and they're talking. And in the background is is Bronson Reed, but behind Boogs and just coming in and out of frame every once in a while, when Boogs was moving back and forth, you saw Cody Rhodes talking with. KO, and KO was sitting on a road case, and, and Cody Rhodes is, and they are passionately talking to one another. You can see how automated KO is, and it almost looks like he's screaming at Cody Rhodes, and I guarantee you that the way this comes is now... Cody Rhodes will bring the two of them together, KO and Sammy, and that's mm. how we get to the tag team match with them uh, going up against the Usos, and then it plays directly into the whole the whole big I theme of Cody Rhodes with Sammy and KO behind him going up against the the Bloodline and Roman Reigns. So mm. I thought that was a really cool little thing in the background that pays you back for paying attention and i was lucky that i'm nerdy enough to be paying attention to the background yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right let's head off to story number two next thanks for picking me up on the uso stuff uh (laughs) story number two this past sunday aew put out their revolution card and end to end this pay-per-view was absolutely incredible 100% worth the money If you ask me But before we move on I want to talk about Episode number 69 Of the Extra Cooler Show Where we had Ace Field Retro Come onto the show We were reviewing A Buried Alive A match And uh, we, we started asking When would it be Tony Khan bringing it back and he sure as hell did it he didn't call it dirt and stuff like we expected it to be called uh as we we talked about it being called in episode 69 but uh I thought it was a a good starter a good way to kind of put that feud to bed um in the final burial pal, is what they actually called it moving on though I think there were three real main highlights from the night Really speaking about matches, the House of Black taking out the Elite to win the trios titles. The match itself was absolutely incredible. You saw a Texas death match with Hangman and Moxley. its I don't think we've ever seen Mox tap out, and Hangman <laughs> literally hung him over the ropes, which apparently you have seen in Japan previously, and uh, you see hang uh you see hangman adam page get moxley to tap out which was something i totally yeah, did not didn't, expect
1: didn't expect that ending
0: and then easily 100 easily the best iron man match we have ever seen in uh mjf taking it to the entire next level in story number one and just taking this match i was in so impressed with everything that went on, just how quick this match went by. Uh, I I talked about it on the Turnbuckle Tavern feed and in their breakdown right afterwards. I joined them uh, on Sunday evening, but I was so buzzing from the FTR return right before this match that like 15 minutes into the match, they finally flashed the the timer up on the screen and start talking (laughs) about the scoreboard. And then I finally got into the match. But regardless of, of that, this match just seemed to fly by Danielson was incredibly giving throughout this entire match. Max was easily the centerpiece of all of this, and I felt like he really showed that he could go. And this was something that has been missing, and he continues to build himself as this incredible, well-rounded wrestler. And this one, I felt like, goes an extreme far way in showing how good this 26 year old guy really really is
1: it's wild to think that he's only 26 too yeah
0: right and and how about that pickle (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: For those of you that may not have watched the, uh, the 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 media scrum afterwards, he comes out and is in true MJF fashion, taking major digs and and kind of kind of playing off of the CM Punk presser. Uh, instead of eating Mindy's from Chicago, he's eating pickles. Talking about how effing good these pickles are, he brings up some <laughs> reporter to come eat a pickle out of the jar, like. All of these things at taking digs at CM Punk and just the the towel around his neck, the bloody face, like everything was reminiscent of that presser. It makes you feel like CM Punk needs to be his next opponent. No, he'll be back. He'll be back soon. He has to be. I I feel that way, too. But like looking around, you know, where could you go? I mean, they've elevated (laughs) Hangman. But yeah, you can't go that back that. That was such that. a bad that was such a bad title reign that why would you no. Why would you take MJF off the throne and give it to somebody that didn't necessarily deliver? And, and don't get me wrong, there were some factors in there CM Punk related that kept him from really being the true spotlight during that time, but I don't see anybody else.
1: No. No, not at all. Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy. No, Jesus Christ, not.
0: I I can't see anybody else elevating themselves to the MJF level right there. And now coming off of, and I didn't even say it here, but Brian Danielson taps out too. You have both of the current Blackpool Combat Club members, because the other two are really on Ring of Honor now that we're starting that with Claudio and with uh, Wheeler Yuta,
1: Maybe it's because their shirt sucks so much that they just have to tap out. So maybe they should hire me for a better t- Sorry.
0: <laughs> well, you've got an in now, so yeah. don't, don't burn that bridge, man. Don't burn the bridge. Uh, but it, it's if you were to go into this pay-per-view and tell me that both Moxley and Daniel... Uh, shit, I did it. And uh, Brian Danielson were going to tap out, and that's how they were going to lose these matches, I wouldn't have taken that bet in a million years.
1: No, no, no chance. Like you said, I'm I'm... I'm interested to watch tomorrow, which this episode will drop on Thursday, but to see if anything comes about and, you know, what's
0: next. Another thing that I talked about on the Turnbuckle Tavern wrap-up, this feels like a super, super important Wednesday night dynamite. Like, this is a heavy reset. If you go through a lot of these stories, either ended or the The new young up and comers took over in you know you can say House of Black really isn't the up and comers, but taking the titles off the elite, it frees up the elite to go off and to do something new. Kenny Omega could come up and challenge m j f maybe that's one that potentially works, but you've got all of these stories that seem to have end ended except for like the women's turn with Ruby Soho and um kind of that new uh lady world order kind of thing that they got going on over there with the spray paint. Uh but that stinks. Me, to to me <laughs> to me it it feels like a major moment, a major pivot that Tony Khan has the opportunity to really deliver. And I know AEW fans don't necessarily seem to care about the casual fan and it's it's not about the casual fan. I totally understand that argument, but it's WrestleMania season. It's time that new eyeballs will be on your product and it's time to grab them by the throat and make them watch your product. And you take that number and you elevate it over the million mark that you've been striving for and can't seem to maintain. And now here you are being able to get some additional eyeballs on the product and this is the perfect time to start some insanely banger stories and deliver because it's wrestlemania season the eyeballs are there the casuals are coming back yeah and people are paying more attention and this wednesday is an extremely important show in my personal opinion for aew whether you like it or not
1: all right well I know you've got some things to plug. Um,
0: I've got one last thing. A really uh, it, important friend of mine in the in the wrestling space, and I, I've told the story before, uh, but a, a guy that I was working with years ago used to come into our manager meetings every, uh, every Tuesday morning wearing a different old wrestling shirt, and uh, he encouraged me to get back into wrestling and really give it a chance again back in 2012, maybe. This is kind of the timeline that we're talking, um, but... Mike, a different Mike, is uh, is now a librarian at the Monroe Free Library in Monroe, New York and he will be hosting an event, the Best of WrestleMania event on Saturday, March 25th from 1pm to 3pm. They're going to be watching some classic matches from WrestleMania lore and uh, we'll have some snacks and refreshment out at the library. If you want more information and are in the Monroe area, 845-783-4411. Uh, it's definitely going to be a fun time. He shared his tentative list with me and uh, let's just say that a lot of them made our list today so definitely uh, go and check that out if you are in the Monroe New York area and if not um, definitely a cool cool spot for uh, the the Monroe Free Library I think it's really cool that wrestling is uh, being made into a spotlight there so great work Mike I appreciate it I'm glad you're doing it I'm I'm gonna gonna steal your idea Mike (laughs) 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 that is it it from Extra credit. I'm thankful to be back. Feeling a little rusty, kicking the rust off. But uh, we'll get back at it. And now, uh, Nick, take us home, buddy. Hell yeah. So next week, we've got
1: part one of WrestleMania eight and uh, a two-part episode. And uh, don't forget, as usual, you can follow us on Instagram at Extra Cooler, over on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And to all of your friends about the Extra Cooler Show, thank you again for everybody that reached out about the FTR shirt. And thank you guys. And this was a fun one. Makes me want to watch some WrestleMania matches.
0: Good thing. Now it's time to watch WrestleMania 8. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers. See ya.
3: Later. See ya. The Rock has one thing to say. You talked about headlining, main eventing, WrestleMania after WrestleMania after WrestleMania. Well, Hulk Hogan, The Rock says, how do you feel about headlining one more Wrestlemania with The Rock? Oh, my God!
0: The Rock that's Hogan! He's telling Hogan for Wrestlemania! Oh, my God!
2: Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, what's so uh, what's in cooler? cooler? Oh, blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's on
0: that extra credit. Support, side, heated. extra credit.
2: Nasty Boys